she overdosed. Instead of helping her, you dragged her to the after party, which is a spot with no cell reception at the exact intersection of four overlapping law jurisdictions where you knew her death would just become an anonymous statistic. Mm -hmm. That's well said. Very succinct. Yes, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Brilliant. You got it. You got it all. That's a story about America. Let me know if you need me to re-record anything. Or like, rephrase things. I can do that too. What? You and I are gonna be sitting on a panel talking about this. I want it to be great. We both know how this works, right? Yeah, I, I mean, at first, everyone's gonna think you got your bad guy. Nobody's gonna let it be that simple. Everyone's gonna have to have their take, because that's how it works now. Everyone has a take. So if you don't have a take, you don't have a voice. If you don't have a voice, you don't exist. So yeah, at first, everyone's gonna blame me. But then someone's gonna say, wait a second. There's a big difference between leaving somebody to die and killing somebody. Then they're gonna turn to you. What were you doing here in the first place? What was your relationship with her? Why would you exploit her grieving family? Those characters, I mean, I mean, that's what they're gonna be. Famous characters, not famous people. And they're gonna blame the family. Oh, I hope they're ready for that. They'll blame the president, the last president. And then they'll start in with the conspiracy theories. And someone will refute the conspiracy theories. And then one side will make their version like their cause. And the other side will take the other side just to take the other side and on and on until your story proves the defining truth of our time. Which is what? Everything means everything. So nothing means anything. Welcome to the second annual Flyby Films Flight of Fantasia finale. At the end of every year, or the beginning of the next, using the magic of distance-defying tubes or some shit like that, we get together to rank films that either have been or will be forgotten, and then fuck that ranking up royally. <laughs> I'm Blake Collier, and on the line in Chico, California, is my friend and co-host Jameson Barsotti. On this episode, much like last year's, we will present a preliminary ranking of all 25 films we watched this year. Then I will proceed to give Jameson seven questions, possibly eight, to answer with three lifelines to help him out. 
With each correct answer, he, it gives him the ability to switch films around in various ways, which we will get into later on. Jameson, how are you doing? I'm I'm good. I I was pleasantly surprised with your changes to the intro. Uh, oh, you're welcome. No, when when you caught me laughing there, that was genuine. <laughs> I genuinely was surprised when you said that and thought it was hilarious. Ah. <laughs> uh, how how have you been, Blake? Uh I feel like I've ingested a small dead rodent. Uh-huh. Uh no, it's, I'm it's, just kidding. Wait, I don't I was, actually like my stomach feels fine. I I've just been I've dealt with a kid that had a lot of feelings all weekend. So I'm actually I ready would, to go back to work. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, <sighs> no, I uh I I feel you there. Uh this weekend. So for those who uh are listening at home not uh live, um if you're listening live, that's that's creepy. Um, but uh, yeah, that's some CIA shit. Yeah, if you're catching this um, after we record it, we're recording on a Sunday night, so both Blake and I have had our weekends, and my weekend was also similar in that I also dealt with a child that was actually an angel, but I was going solo this weekend. Ah, uh, so yes, that was. Uh, and did you break down? That's the real question. At no. In the weekend, did you break down? I didn't break down because beautiful. beautiful. Right now, right now, Hazel is just in an amazing stage where everything, awesome. everything is great. Like he'll like wine. He's getting he's like you said emotions. Like he's getting mm-hmm. more emotions. Uh, but the big thing that we were kind of stressed about was he still breastfeeds to kind of go to sleep and yeah. uh and kira was gonna be away she was gonna be like five hours by driving distance away and so uh we were like you know is is he gonna sleep you gonna milk me fucker yeah yeah so he also doesn't like take a bottle very well he loves to chew on it and just kind of like play around with it in his mouth and then you know, not really get much milk. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Within the last month, he like seems to really understand sleep and why he needs it. And Beautiful. so uh, so it's just like, OK, it's time to go to sleep. He's like, all right, uh, I'm going to judge you by your effort and then accept it and move on. And I tried my best to replicate as much as I could and he would go to sleep so yeah yeah man hallelujah that's yeah yeah no it was good tears to my eyes yeah it was good for me and it was good for kira too that she didn't have to like worry that we were somehow breaking down but yeah yeah but yeah going into the weekend i was worried that there might be a breakdown so yeah that's fair that's that that, that's always uh the, the first time is always the roughest the second time, you, you kind of go into it knowing something to expect. <laughs> so, so, first time is rough, though. I, I remember the first time I did it for Seamus, and it was, uh, it was brutal. But it was fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's a joy in its own yeah. way. So. Yeah, yeah. 
but but yeah but you're doing you're looking forward to work yeah 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 Yeah, i spent the last uh, hour before we started recording on the 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 laminate floor of his bedroom trying to get him to go to sleep so that was fun yeah fun times so yeah i'm here i'm ready i'm awake let's do this thing i did want to i did want to ask uh when you explained it if i get these right i will have uh the ability to to reorder things but if i get them wrong then i have the ability then you have the ability to reorder things yeah we each get points and so like depending if you get all seven right then you can switch seven times then you fucked up blank so yeah exactly then then i clearly didn't make this this question hard enough so i don't think that's gonna be the case but you just never know i surprised myself last year and you you did you brought it so you did well i think i think last year you got five out of the seven yeah Uh, something like that no no i was i was surprised now admittedly one of those five was with a phone a friend so four but you got to do the phone a friend thing and that was cool so scared the shit out of him but yes (laughs) because i told no one that this was a possibility that i'd be calling them so i i didn't even remember or think that we might be playing with the same rules again so i don't i don't have anyone that's ready that's that's the fun part yeah it doesn't matter you just call them and say if they answer great if they don't sucks use your lifeline for nothing well i guess that's true i guess that's true i'll have to think about that in yeah uh, in who i although i honestly i think the other two lifelines are better anyways in the in the big scheme of things so how does ask the audience work well i don't i didn't do that i just oh i gave you so it's it's phone a friend yes knock down two wrong answers Okay. Or you you have a choice between two. And then I gave you an alternate question. Okay. Okay. So you can switch a question out, and and I've got an alternate question that I've got re- ready to 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 go with if you choose that. Okay. Okay. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why I said possibly eight. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I'll. I'll try to do that so we can get as uh, get as many questions or questions if I, in as yeah. possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I have no rules on what you can and cannot do with your points and the final ranking. I I think we had like certain like rules last year. I'm like, I mean, you answer the question right, you can do whatever the fuck you want to, as long as it's one move. I uh, one one swap, right? Yeah. Okay. And and that can be first and last. Doesn't matter. So, uh I can replace Calvary with knocking, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh so Cheers for the taking. Do you speaking but, of that But if I if you answer wrong, I can reverse it. 
So just just keep that in mind. I will. <laughs> oh, are we gonna are we gonna collect the points and then I forget how we did it last year. Do we collect the points and then spend them all at the end, or do yes. we mm-hmm. do we reverse yep. the order as as the show mm-hmm. evolves? Okay. Um, now we finish the questions first, and then however many points we have each, we get to go. We we take turns. So unless you get all seven, yeah. and then you can just run rampant over the just you, you just like do just whatever I do, want. Do the dirty deed all over it. Okay. And uh, even if I get one, like you'll go, I'll go, and then you'll go the rest. Okay. Okay. So um, sounds good. And then um, okay. So speaking of this, I have in front of me the initial ranking. Should we go okay. through that now, or should we bullshit and then? No, I, I think we should do the initial ranking and then okay. just kind of like maybe we can comment on why some of these are in the place they're in. Yeah, because along with the initial ranking. So uh, for those who are new to this, how we do our initial ranking is and also maybe we should do a call out that these are not the best films of the year. These are no. the best films of the year that we covered on Flyby Film. Exactly. And um, I, fuck I know relevancy. you. Yeah, fuck relevancy. The the uh, most recent movie I think is the Banshees of Inisherin. So um, yeah. mm-hmm. that came out last year. Um, not this year. It was nominated for Best Picture last year. So. um but uh yeah so they range from i think what is the earliest one there's definitely one from 1980 um i think that's yeah kind of looking at these so for for those who are paying attention this gives us a, a set of 25 films so we have 25 films that we are dealing with here and um these are the 25 films that we covered in flyby films in 2023 and uh i'm gonna start by saying that actually i think blake is frozen blake where are you at can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. Well, then doesn't matter. Go for it. Oh, so you're it's just... Skype being Skype. Yeah, you're just frozen, but you're still there. Okay. There's two I just of wanna... me on my screen, but yes. Well, it kicked me out. That sucks. Yeah. Um, well, if, uh, if you get kicked out again, just yell and let me know. Um, yeah. Like that? I can, I can actually see you now. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. The ghost uh, me left, so. So how we how we did this was Blake and I started with 100 points, and we divvied them up over the 25 films that we covered this year. 
and we use that to produce a ranking by adding them up and basically uh, choosing a descending order. So from that, so uh, without further ado, I will introduce the um, the top movies. Actually, I'll just go through all of them and we'll do some comments about them. Um, but to maybe no one's surprise, the top film and both uh, Blake and I scored it with 10 points. We could have scored it with more, but I think I think what uh, what Blake and I both did looking at these scores was we chose movies that were tens and then movies that were like nines or eights or sevens mm-hmm. and yep. and so on and scored them a- accordingly until we ran out of points. Mm-hmm. Um, I started doing that and then I, I to to distribute the points a little more, I, I kind of messed with that a little bit so oh uh, same here yeah i went up I, I was like oh i still have a few points i'm gonna knock this one up a little bit yeah. knock that one up a little bit yeah yeah but uh but uh we both scored calvary a 10 mm-hmm. and uh and so calvary starts the game with 20 points in in top spot so um yeah. and uh i i should mention each of us uh we scored these without looking at the others' uh, scoring methods or what they scored. So, um, so it's actually kind of funny when I'm looking at this how similar both of those categories are. Like both our <laughs> approach to scoring and and our approach to uh, what we scored. So um, the next film, so after Calvary is Ghost Watch. So we covered oh, this. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All that right. has uh, we we both again we both scored that an eight, um, and that's for sixteen points, and so that nice. comes in at number two. Yeah. Um, so if you were paying attention uh, and you listened to the Halloween episodes or the October episodes, that uh, movie was covered in our recap of the found footage um, genre. So. Yep. Yeah. I definitely think it's deserving, so that's oh, good. Oh, easily. And then uh, after Ghostwatch is another John Michael McDonough film, The Guard. So yeah, buddy. Guard, yeah, Guard. Blake scored it as an 8, and I scored it as a 7, so it ended up with 15 points. Nice. Coming in at number 3. And coming in at number 4... Uh, Blake, this movie scored 14 points. Do you have a guess? Let me see here. Uh, False. It is false. False got nice. Is in the fourth spot. I'm actually. False false was my number three. I want to say I don't have uh, the list pulled up, but I think it was oh, my number three. Your number three, yeah, I think so because uh, you scored it an eight. Um, yeah. No, I think it was your number four. <clears throat> number four. I, yeah, I think I think so far these have been your top picks, and I've kind of agreed mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then um, this is where we might get some divergence. Oh, so you scored that an eight. I scored that a seven. And so it got 14 okay. points. Um, the next one is the writer, which oh. I scored. I scored a nine. So I really yeah. like this movie. Uh, you scored it a four. So uh, any comment I mean, on so that? So it's, it, it's, it's interesting because I... This is this is where being a critic becomes really difficult because you feel like a movie is better because it's more technically sound or more interesting or like the technique is better. Um, and all your peers are saying it's like in your their top five. And so you're like, well, you better put it on there, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I, I, I'm not a paid critic. So I'm like, it's good. And it deserves your nine. I just couldn't put it that high. Because That's... the the, 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 the movies I listed above it, I'd rather watch at the end of the day. All right. Yeah. No, no. I, uh, and I, I get that. I still, I still think like it, it's a nine. It, it's, it's good. It is it's, good. I, I really enjoyed it. And honestly, I mean, some of these movies I would score higher than they were, but we had a cap of a hundred points Yeah. and exactly. I, you know, so I had to kind of divvy it up. Um, but, uh, yeah, the writer, I will say uh, another dazzling deed about this. This was chosen by Nate Paquette, who, mm-hmm. um, or sorry, Paquette. And if you listen Paquette. to that episode, uh, I will be uh, corrected on that note, too. Um, <laughs> but that is our most listened to episode. And to that this came day. out this year. Yeah, to this day. Yeah, so uh, so I guess it was a really good one, um, and actually, I I really enjoyed the guests that we had on this year. So I'll yeah. give that a shout out. Same here. Um, okay, so after the writer, speaking of another guest movie, um, or guest Mandy uh, episode. Nope, not Mandy. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll give you one more guess. <laughs> I think there's only one more guest that we have. The box? The box, yeah. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) So the box is coming in. Oh, so the box and Coherence both have um, 11 points. So so we kind of have to decide which one is six and which one is seven. I'm going to go box all the way. Okay, so we'll put the box at... uh, at sixth position and then unless you have a unless you have a a a persuasive comment otherwise uh well i scored coherence at a seven and the box at a five so i like coherence a little bit more um i think that's because it's a little scrappier uh yeah i kind of like it is scrappier but uh you know what We'll just leave it the way it is. I don't think. Okay. Uh, I don't no. think. I don't think it matters right now. Things might change. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Now we actually have to make some big decisions, though. 
because because we have like we have like 15 ties uh yeah we have five <laughs> ties for eighth place um, Okay. okay so i'm gonna read them all off and we can okay. comment on them so for eighth place um Oh, I should mention that uh, Coherence, it, it was, um, you scored it a four, and I scored it a seven. So, um, that's a little bit different. Um, gotcha. But the five that we have for uh, for eighth place are three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, The okay. Forgiven, and these okay. all scored nine points together. Uh, Mandy, the Banshees uh-huh. of Inishiron, uh, and Thoroughbreds. So, uh, going in that order, you scored Ebbing 5, The Forgiven 5, Mandy 4, Banshees 4, and Thoroughbreds 3. And mm-hmm. I scored Ebbing 4, The Forgiven 4, uh, Mandy 5, Banshees five, and Thoroughbred six. So, uh, yeah. So, we have to decide two things, right? We have to decide the order, but we also have to figure out which two of these get cut from the top ten. Hmm. Hmm. Oof. That's a that's a rough one. So, Blake, why don't you decide which of those you want to be in eighth place, and then I'll take ninth, and then you can take tenth, and I'll take eleventh, and then you can take twelfth. Because, it, again, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, I think I'm going to go... So it was, it was Banshees, Forgiven, Thoroughbreds, what and what? Mandy and Ebbing. I'm going to go Ebbing for eight. Okay. And then uh, for nine, you know what I'm going to do? For nine, I'm going to choose the Forgiven because okay. the order that I have it written on, on mine is... Uh, is forgiven next and i don't have to rewrite it so <laughs> there you go nice <laughs> forgiven is nine uh and then uh, you've got mandy banshees and thoroughbreds i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with mandy thank god because that's the next one <laughs> all right and then i'm just gonna choose banshees and uh thoroughbreds is gonna be Number Fixed 12. At 13. Uh, yeah, at 12. Yeah, 12. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. And we do have a tie for 13. Okay. Uh, I, I think at this point, let me just rank them in the order that they're at. Unless you have, you have a disagreement. Okay. So, okay. um, go for it. So, uh, with, with eight points each, we have four brothers and save yourselves. 
and uh, four brothers, you scored seven, I scored one. Um, <laughs> I I will say I think that one actually speaks to me trying to find a point for it because I didn't want to give it zero, not because I yeah. I don't think it's like bad, and I wish that I could have given it more points, but this is where the distribution of points seems like i'm throwing a big fat middle finger to yeah this movie and i'm oh, not yeah. tr- i'm not trying to do that i did that to so many films on this yeah. list so yeah. i yeah so i feel a little bit bad seeing that i would have i i actually gave more zeros than you to movies um i think i would have tried to give this more points if if I could have, um, gotcha. So That's I fair. don't, I don't think it's a one. I think that with all the other movies, you're like, consider, you're like, it's probably a two. Yeah. Yeah. Two <laughs> or three, you know, um, but, uh, even though I gave it a one, it is coming in at number 13 on our list. Hey, so it's, I'll it's, take it. It's the top of the second half. Um, so it's, it's a, actually, it's right a nostalgia piece for me. So, yeah, and then, uh, and then number fourteen is going to be save yourselves. Okay. And then uh, for fifteenth uh, place, we have a tie between Seven Psychopaths and In Bruges. And again, oh, based God. on the based on the order, <laughs> we're going to go with uh, Seven Psychopaths and then In Bruges. Oh wow! Okay, um, you're being generous. Yeah. Well, look. You scored seven psychopaths a four. I scored it a three. And in Bruges, we flipped that. So very, okay. very similar. Um, gotcha. Then Man Bites Dog, we both scored that uh, a three. And it got six points. And luckily for us, we don't have to make any decision on that because that's Beautiful. the only movie that made six points. And so, uh, so that's at 17. Cannibal Holocaust is next. I gave it a three. You gave it a two. And that's 18. And then uh, 18 in the ranking, not 18 points. Gotcha. I, I know how to add. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, no, well, that's, a, that's a little high. <laughs> I, I know how to add three and two together. I yeah. <laughs> uh, War on everyone. Um, I also gave that a one. Not. I'm surprised a, that that got as high as it did, honestly. Well, 19 is pretty low on the list, so... It is. I mean, but still, war on everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah. uh, And then frequency, uh, you gave it a 1, I gave it a 2. Oh, wow. Considering it was my choice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, also, thinking about it, I probably would have given four brothers that point and given frequency a one if i had thought about it a little bit more so i would have switched that's fair those. but uh yeah that's not like it needed it needed your help i gave it seven so yeah no you you pushed it up there <laughs> i i have a feeling that we haven't seen the last of four brothers uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh so uh next 
is how to with John Wilson with two points. I gave this a zero because even though I brought it into the movie podcast, I'm a purist at heart. And so I was like, oh, it's not really a movie. I'll just give it a zero. It simplified my life. <laughs> uh, That's fair. I I gave it a two and I was like, I'm not going to be mean and give it a zero because there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. So I was I was I was trying to be generous. I was like, "Yes, I don't actually believe this is a film." But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I uh I'd still choose it over the remaining films more than likely. So <laughs> Well, I also I also think that like if I was ranking this as a movie, I'd probably put it higher. Like I would rather yeah. watch it than some of these other movies. But Oh yeah. Uh uh, it's it's a little more fun to uh, fight over movie versus movie than movie versus um, versus TV show. I feel like it's the That's rankings fair. that kind of like. Although, it, although we all know that there's going to be another TV show this coming year. Oh, OK. Do we? Yeah. All right. I have yet to watch it, but you've watched it. Oh, okay. Well, what? <laughs> I actually... Oh, okay, I know. I know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have I have questions about, about TV shows that we're watching right now. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, yeah. we'll bring that up in a bit. Uh, after that is... After that is Mc, the McPherson tape, which okay. I gave... I gave a zero to, and you gave a two to, which I think is generous uh, <laughs> it's generous and yet of what was remaining points wise i was like i would take this over the other ones <laughs> okay i think i think i would rather watch uh lady killers than McPherson wow no yeah. i don't know man i don't know i and i don't think lady killers is good but like I don't know. I think there was. That's a toss up for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lady Killers is next uh, at 23. Um, we both gave it a one. Um, last broadcast, we also both gave a one. So that's 24. And then coming in at what? dead last. And I'm pretty With sure it's points? not going to move because we both gave it zero points. With because absolute... I remember nothing about it. That's exactly the thing. I don't remember this movie, and we didn't even watch it. We watched it like midway through the year. Yeah. So it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't at the beginning of the year. Uh, <laughs> it's a movie called Knocking. So uh, all all I know is that the, the knocking is in the movie. Like it's like a yeah. apartment, and there's some knocking happening. Yeah. And that's that's what I recall. Yeah, that's all I remember. So uh, it gets it gets a point. I didn't for like each... it then, and I don't remember it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It gets it gets a point for each memory we have of it, which is exactly. uh, big fat zero. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. so these are uh, are the rankings of all the films right now, but. Uh, we're going honestly to like compared to last year's this was a rough was a rough ranking 
from it was, for a lot, good portion of it. It was rough. There's some good we, ones in here. Yeah, I think I think last year. Well, it was shorter, not as many shorter, films, and we chose films. a really, really bad selection of Halloween films. I think I think that was part of it. Was like there was like ten. I th- I think there was eleven movies, right? Something yeah. like that. Something and like it. A giant percentage of those came from our Halloween selection, mm-hmm. and most of those were bad. And yeah. so we had. We had movies that we either thought were really good or were very nostalgic about, and then it was weighted against these shitty movies mm. that we had chose to cover for <laughs> exactly. Halloween. Um, and so it was just kind of a mess. Whereas this, I, I think there's a nice gradient to yeah. uh, to this, and I think, I think the way that we have ordered them um, is actually pretty pretty similar like i think there's a couple in here that that we might disagree on like four brothers uh and uh the writer to kind of call those out um we have kind of drastically different um rankings on those but pretty much that you know we're on the same page yeah brother blake yeah we're uh we're in sync um we both we both uh, agreed completely on the top and the first and the worst. So yeah, the first and the worst. Yeah. No doubt. <clears throat> yeah. I, yeah. Whenever I saw the list and I was actually going through the rankings, I was like, Oh man. Uh, I mean, I kept like looking up. I was like, Oh, I still have to place that one. Okay. Uh, where do I want to put that? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and eventually I just got to where I was like, okay, I just got to do it. So that, 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 and then I had to start adding points. I was like, okay, well, and you know how you go. Like, I, I, of course it may not be the same for you whenever you're ranking because you have a mathematical mind, but, but whenever I'm doing it, I'm like, I'm giving, I'm giving Calvary 10. So I need to like slow my shit down a little bit. You know, I can't just be like willy nilly, like giving you know going off at the first five and then giving the rest zero um and so (laughs) i probably could have gone a little bit higher on some of those front-loaded films Mm -hmm. and then like giving more zeros at the bottom or something like that but by the time i got through it i was like "Eh, i'm done shove it off (laughs) yeah yeah no i think i did did something similar i i was a little more cavalier um like like you were kind of trying to prepare against where i i started it where i was like okay what what is like a 10 in my mind and calvary comes to mind and then oh yeah then I was and like, i wasn't do we have anything any, but a 10 yeah do we have any any nines and actually i originally put ghost watch as a nine um but then when i was redistributing the mm. points and kind of trying to like trying to maybe boost up some that I didn't want to like have zeros and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I well, think I gave... is I wanted enough of a gap between Calvary and the rest. So I didn't yeah. give any of them nine. Cause I was like, yeah, no Calvary is in a level of its own. <laughs> so... Yeah. <laughs> 
And yeah, I have a I feeling, think... I have a feeling it's going to stay there, but I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong. It depends. Depends on we, how much we you love me that off. movie. No, we love that movie too much. <laughs> I I think we do. I think I think we we agree. Um, and I think our our own rankings show that we agree with that. So yeah. I I would have a. We'd have to be playing some uh, some weird four dimensional chess in order for that yeah. to not yeah. Which and we can't I'm be not playing doing... that because computer chess was last season. Oh yeah. So yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, so Blake, none of the as I said, none of these movies came out this year. Do you have a favorite movie that you watched that came out this year? I'm not even sure if I could tell you what came <laughs> out this year. Um, Same. I feel m- more disconnected this year than I have ever felt with like yeah. current movies. Kids, man, it'll do it to you. Um, Man, if you told me last year, I'd been like Halloween ends. Period. But. Oh, yeah. That came out last year, so I'm like, fuck. I I got nothing. (laughs) Um, Oh, man. I'm trying to think. Man, I I didn't really even see a whole lot in the theaters this year. What did I see? I did go see the new Exorcist film. Mm. It was good. It was fine. It was didn't need to exist, but it was it was good. You know, it's it's a joyride. So, well, there's um, two more coming out, right? He's doing yeah. a trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. I I think so. I think that's this is where like I'm hoping that with all the money he made from the Halloween movies, he's just like he just doubles down with that that attitude. Yeah, he's like, okay, I'm gonna do, and I haven't seen I haven't seen the new Exorcist movie either, but I'm gonna do one that like pays homage to the, mm-hmm. the original feel and the other two are just going to be like whatever i'm interested in yeah right exactly yeah so yep. uh i i i hope that he does that so yeah i i have a feeling he's gonna do it i mean apparently he's just got that magical touch because he brings back two of the original characters so um yeah i won't tell you which two okay i mean one of them's in the preview but which i haven't seen so okay so this was also completely in the dark this was also the year that i just like stopped watching previews i just it happens yeah the only the, the only reason i watched this one is because it was david gordon green yeah so. I did, I, I did watch one preview that sticks in my mind. Um, I watched the Furiosa preview. Oh God, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for I, that. I honestly nutted really hard on that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Sorry, Blake. sorry, uh, sorry. Too much, too much. I no, we've said we've said worse. Not, you know what. Uh, more, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. not, not too much. 
Go for it. <laughs> you can nut all over this podcast, Blake. Yeah. I give you permission. Yeah. And it has, uh, I mean, even even though it has Anya Taylor-Joy in it, who I think is gorgeous, but but it's less about that. It's more about, like, just being back in the world. I love that world so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. And I, man, I think out of the four that exist, four Mad Max movies that exist, mm-hmm. like, Thunderdome is probably the worst one. Um, but it's still a hell of fun man but it's still hell of fun (laughs) but i will say the one thing that i think thunderdome does is it tries to like world build a little too much Mm -hmm. um and the one thing that i think like fury road got so right is there was world building but it was like in the visuals like you got to see part of the world and it, they didn't really explain, like, no. why it works that way, except through kinetic energy. You know, like, as yeah. things were going, you got to see how different things work. And uh, and I will, I I think that's, like, one of the geniuses of this movie, or of, mm-hmm. of Fury Road, is that, like, it just, it just keeps going, and somehow everything is well put together and you get it enough to enjoy it and um and then the and kind of tom ends. hardy yeah <laughs> well yeah and, and charlie's there on so oh yeah yeah, yeah. but that but, that goes without saying come on yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, do for <clears throat> right I do. I, I honestly do hope that uh, that they do like a Mad Max enter the, the, the Max verse or something like that. And they bring Mel Gibson back. That would be that would be pretty funny. I mean, I've tried. I've tried people. I'm sorry. I can't not love the guy. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I can. I love him. I think he constantly surprises me with how skillful he actually is at stuff. So I, I think that's like cancel him. Sure. But recognize that he's got game. Um, and I think that's, that's what, you know, I do think it's still weird that churches went to see Passion of the Christ in droves. Uh, like, it makes sense, but it was mm-hmm. a very brutal movie. Um, Torture and, porn. Yeah, and so was Apocalyptic, uh, Apocalypto. Yeah. But I love that film. Dude, that that film I has... I love it. <laughs> speak, well, yeah, speaking of, of Fury Road, I really feel like both Fury Road and Apocalypto have that that same mm-hmm. driving energy where yeah. that's you know that's what's keeping it going and you you learn about the world through movement and And talk about a dismal fucking ending. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whenever he reaches the cliff and what he sees and coming up the coastline, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah uh 
Yeah. But <clears throat> but I will agree and I think I think like it, him following up Passion of the Christ with Apocalypto was just very interesting. And then yeah. you know. And then he had to be a dumbass. Why not? Yeah, but, he had to uh, be a dumbass. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. But hey, I mean, I told you I was going to make you watch Fat Man before the end of the year and it didn't happen, so there you go. I don't remember you saying that, but I don't doubt that you did. So, I, I mean, it's going to happen at some point. Because it's, I mean, Mel Gibson playing real-life Santa Claus. That's good shit. Who has, a, who has a hit on his head. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. By Walter, Walton Goggins. Oh. As the assassin. Wow. Yeah. And Mrs. Claus is played by... Our friend from In Fabric. Oh, yeah, very nice. So, uh, which which friend? The first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 one that that they spend the most time with. Okay. Cool. Yeah. The mother. Yeah. The, was a bank teller. Uh yes yeah bank she teller. was a bank yeah. teller. Yeah yeah she's. She is his Mrs. Claus. Yeah. She's great in it, too. Have we? It's a weird-ass movie, but it's good. (laughs) We didn't cover In Fabric. Have we done any of his movies? Nope. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Well, hmm. 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 There's only like two of them I haven't seen. I haven't seen Duke of Burgundy. I haven't seen that one either. That's and... one of them I haven't missed, and I haven't and I haven't seen his very first film. Oh, I I did end up watching that because uh, okay. I found it. I found it on YouTube for free, um, and yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. It was very yeah, reve- did... revet revengey. Oh, okay, I'm a big Strickland fan. Yeah. So, the man can do very little wrong. Yeah, the man <laughs> constantly uh, is interesting. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Consistently. For better so. or worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so Jameson, I, I I know I know we talk a lot about movies. Well, we brought this up last year, and I'm I'm curious to hear if it's uh if we've got a different different choice this year. Uh, what is your favorite musical discovery of 2023? Favorite musical discovery of 2023. Yeah. Are you just gonna say uh, um, Ronnie Martin again? I'm not gonna say yeah. Ronnie Martin again. Um. Okay. You know, well, I mean, uh, you, you do you. I mean, that's that's your choice. Because <laughs> he just released another one. He did. It's almost he like did. he knew that we were going to be recording this. Yeah, and he it's was like, good. I gotta, I gotta get it in there. <laughs> it's it, it's good. I have to, I have to admit that. Um, I, I listened to the first track and I was intrigued. So I may listen to the whole thing. So he's, I. You brought this on yourself, 
you got me talking about Ronnie Martin. So I'm going to talk about Ronnie Martin. Uh, Ronnie Martin. I think we should make it make it a rule that at some point, either Jason or Ronnie Martin has to show up in every one of these episodes. We should have them on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, and they would not talk. Well, at least Jason wouldn't talk the whole time. Yeah, uh, he's notoriously well, quiet. Apparently, <laughs> that's that's fine. I don't think we've had a quiet guest yet. Um, that would actually nope. be a good just someone who chooses a movie and is on the podcast but never talks yeah. um, or talks very little. Yeah. Uh. So Ronnie Martin, he, um, for those who don't know, his big band was Joy Electric. Um, he basically mm-hmm. does the same thing, but um, but he's do- doing it under his his own name now. Um, but it's it's synth pop. It's very uh, hyper, and um, and he released. He actually like in the past two years he's released four albums so he's kind of having his own little like renaissance um mm-hmm. and uh two of those albums are christmas albums so he released a christmas album last year and then this year um he released a christmas album so um yeah last year he had three albums that came out uh this year is only one but um last year's christmas album was very uh very like i'm alone and the world is kind of frozen over kind of very sparse and echoey songs Mm -hmm. this year's christmas album even though the cover is darker it uses kind Mm -hmm. of a black cover whereas the other one was white uh it's much more like these are the songs that would play uh on the radio with um mariah carey's song all i want for christmas is you so it's very much like get the cocoa um you know enjoy and it's good i i like it so um but it is a christmas album it you probably aren't gonna go away from this episode and buy a christmas album in january so i mean there's some people there, you know I don't what, Blake? like those people, but there are people. Oh, I was going to say, when you said there are some people, I was going to say, <laughs> you're correct. There are some people. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah no, but, but seriously, answer, answer the damn question. I'm going to. I just. You know what? The only way uh, through it is by talking about it. So. Uh, okay. All right. You do. But. You. Um, my favorite musical discovery this year. Oh, it's probably it's this artist that I um, started listening to called Tucker Theodore. Um, oh, I think you sent me something by him this year. May- maybe. I don't know if I sent you. I know I brought him up. Um, he's just this weirdo from Portland. He's kind of grim. And uh, isn't he very- like super lo-fi? Yeah, yeah. Some of his stuff yeah, is very low fi Something by him. Yeah. Although, although some of the stuff like in his later albums, uh, gets gets a little more well produced, and mm-hmm. um, he has this really, uh, really weird. Um, so I I discovered him through um, through 
midwife is the artist so uh midwife is kind of like this really airy sludgy sludgy gaze yeah like like dark dark yeah (laughs) um but uh but she has kind of these you know very sparse songs and very sparse pieces that that just kind of drift in and out and uh this guy kind of does the same thing he has maybe a little more uh of a country twang to stuff um but he has this cover of um of oh who who is it it's the guy who does like you've got a friend in me Um, oh randy newman randy newman he has this randy newman cover that's really creepy i think it's called baltimore city um i'm trying to figure out if that's the name of it um but yeah uh anyway i spent a lot of time listening to to tucker theodore at the beginning of the year and um yeah that's probably my favorite discovery favorite album is maybe a little bit different. Um, I think I like. I don't know. Uh, yeah, the song is called Baltimore, and it is a Randy Newman cover. Gotcha. So, um, uh, but yeah, none of his albums came out last year, so I don't think that would count for like best album of of twenty twenty three. Yeah. But what about you? Um. I'm a little, a little bit tied, because uh, one of them you, once again, gave to me last year was Shearwater. Um, this year was Panopticon, Ooh. which I have been listening to a shit ton of. Um, yeah. I didn't know I loved metal so much, but man, whatever he does, it works. Um so yeah, I, I would say Panopticon, but I would also say that my other favorite is is a band that's largely forgotten that I never heard of until I heard them on a playlist with the streaming service I use, uh, and I was looking up Midwestern punk music, mm-hmm. um, and and it was they have they have a playlist like a actual formal streaming playlist and. I started listening to the playlist and I hit this one band. And I was like, man, I really like this. Like, what? What's the name of what's the name of this band? Uh, and I'm probably gonna get it wrong. It's probably like, I think it's called Great Plains. That's the name of the the band. Um, but the lead singer of this band uh, also had a band afterwards that has one of the most unique titles for a band i've ever heard called uh thomas jefferson's slave apartments okay that's pretty good stuff i'm not, not gonna lie pretty good just a weird name weird name um yeah so if you happen upon great plains or Thomas Jefferson Slave Apartments. Um, give it a listen. I wouldn't do it around people that will, you know, out you or something. But 
Oh yeah. Okay. They're they're not they're not like alt right or anything. That's just the name of the band. It's yeah. No. It's weird. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Good stuff. Like if you like punk music, okay. um, I really dig Great Plains and and Thomas Jefferson Slate Departments. That's been my it's been my old uh, discovery uh, stuff that I haven't ever heard of before. Mm-hmm. Um, and but yeah, between that and Panopticon, I've apparently been in a big screamy, heavy mood. So yeah, I'll have to check. I haven't listened to Great Plains or Thomas Jefferson Slave Apartments. So yeah, give it a shot. See what you think. Yeah, but yeah, that's where I I'm will, at. Will do. Yeah, and I haven't actually listened to the new Panopticon stuff yet. I haven't good. been able to sit down with it. Uh, it, yeah, he's he's going even further in the direction that that Kentucky. Okay, kind of, it's very very much in the same vein. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, Kentucky is just God, such yeah. a Oof. it's such a classic. And two, like the the subtext of all the songs too, and the the you know all the union stuff is uh, yeah. Great. I just. It, my, it, it uh, hits me in the feels. My supervisor um, the other day when she when she was marking up red lines on drawings for a deadline we had to meet last Friday, she sent a message out to the people working on this project, and she was like, "Hey, uh, listening to Collective Soul in the nineteen seventy five, looking for some new music to listen to while I'm <laughs> redlining," and I was like. If you want some really good Kentucky metal, you should try Panopticon. Yeah. And I was like, for for the money, I'd say West Side Gun is the best rapper right now. So, and she just chuckled and didn't listen to either one. Very different than Collective Soul, so. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, did, I did tell her if she likes 1975, she'd probably like Cold War Kids. Okay. I don't think I could tell you what a song by the 1975 are. So uh, I couldn't tell you either. I just have a vague understanding of their genre. Okay, that's okay. all. Um, I collective re- soul. I have, I have, I have uh, trauma around. So trauma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> collective soul. Um, they live in the same space. D- wait, did they do? the um the buy you a house song is that them i can't remember um they're like the they're like the christian band that never was oh collective soul is a christian band i i think they're not they're they're not a christian band but wait but they sound like a christian band yeah they sound like audio (laughs) adrenaline right yeah yeah but like audio adrenaline's probably better (laughs) <laughs> at least i would rather listen to audio adrenaline <laughs> yeah the song i'm thinking of i don't know if it's whoa heavenly light shine down oh is that them yep yeah um they had like a string of hits back in the 90s yeah they they live in the same space as like um smash mouth kind of yeah um 
in my mind and yeah they were probably better people than smash mouth yeah dude musically yeah but smash mouth died (laughs) this year right that was this year oh i couldn't have told you that he died at all no he did I i didn't hear he died uh yeah he did die um let me see if it was this year um steve harwell uh yeah he died this year he died in september uh i don't care at all for smash mouth's music like it's not something but that song like all-star became such a big internet meme it felt Mm -hmm. like a corner of the internet died when he died like i don't know it like it hit me in a weird way uh it didn't hit me in the way that like oh this is someone i'm looking forward to making more art and now isn't gonna make more art um which hits me with some you know celebrity deaths but it did feel like uh like the past was getting buried or like um you know like just, the end of an era yeah the end of an era yeah so uh that's fair. anyway yeah that was <laughs> that was probably one of the more impactful celebrity deaths of of uh 2023 for me man i didn't know we were gonna be talking about death on this episode i i didn't realize that either Shit. Um, but I, mean, I do want to say before we I, move on, I, I do want to I do want to like pour out a drink for Andre Brower though. Yeah, Man, that, was a, that was a hard one. Well, Andre Brower, we also I feel like we had didn't we like talk about multiple people on the podcast that died the next yep. day? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, the 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 guy from Faults, um, Lance Lance Reddick, Lance Reddick, yeah. Yeah, he died this year. This year, I this think year. So. yeah, he died yeah. after we talked about faults. Yeah, and then um, there was one other one, right? Um, yeah. Try. I mean, Andre Brower is one of them because we did frequency. Oh um, yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. yeah. Maybe that yeah. was the one that I was thinking of. Yeah, I, I think uh, those were the two main ones. Yeah. Um, there might have been another one, but I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that he out. was in, yeah, frequency. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the best parts. One of the good the parts. Sash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is actually a good correction. Yeah. One of the good parts. One of the good parts. <laughs> him and uh, him and Michael Sarah showing up. Um, oh yeah, yeah, classic, classic Michael Sarah. Well, uh, do you have any other things you want to talk about, or do you want to get into the nitty gritty of this, of this little dance we got going on here? I remember my favorite uh, album from last year, though that came out last year. That uh, came out last year. Yeah, okay. uh, it was uh, saved by. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By um, uh, the Reverend Kristen Hader. Uh, Kristen Michael Hader, yeah, yeah. So. It's weird ass shit, but good, good. 
Yeah, I uh, I I can't think of anything beyond Gaslight Anthem's new one, and I can't even tell you if it's actually the best of the ones I've listened to this year because I can't honestly tell you which albums came out this year. <laughs> and so, uh, but that's the one I've been listening to the most. There you go. So. Yeah. I think in these cases, like it's all music that I was kind of looking forward to that wasn't out the year before. So, yeah, but like, I mean, the David Eugene Edwards album was, was lit, but that was, I don't listen to it near as often. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. This is something that new listeners will have to find out is that Jameson and I have very, very similar tastes in music. Yeah, it's well, almost and like when we disagree. It's very, very strong disagreements. Very heated. Yeah, yeah. very heated. But it happens so rarely. <laughs> well, let's get into it, man. You ready? Let's... I'm. I'm ready. Do you have your big boy pants on? Ready as I'll ever be. Yeah. So you do have your big boy pants on. I put on my big boy pants on. Um, actually, about 20 minutes before we started recording, I had my little boy pants on. But oh, okay. I was like, uh, I'm going to need you shit my... yourself. Yeah, I mean, I well, <laughs> I preempted the concern that I was going to shit myself if my pants were not my big boy pants uh, or rather I wanted my shit to be in my big boy pants because it's easier. That's fair. So yeah, that's fair. Just, Um, just in case I shit myself, I have my big boy pants on. That brought up another thing. Have you watched Bluey yet? No, we haven't watched Bluey. We don't. We're, we're, do you want to know why? Do you want to know why I brought up Bluey in that particular moment? I feel like if I want to know or not, you're going to tell me. Uh, yep and i think you should <laughs> i do actually want to know yeah uh there's a there's a moment in one of the episodes and i don't remember which episode uh because like all tv shows they kind of blend together um there's a moment where the youngest child bingo um is sitting on the pot and you see the door open and she's sitting there on the pot and the dad is doing something and and, and she just like whimsically says i'm taking a tactical wee <laughs> before she goes to bed i was like jameson's taking a tactical shit smart yeah. move i like it yeah anyways I'm, I'm tactically planning my shits um that's for the parents out there yeah i got your back we that's... all know you you cry at bluey it's fine don't worry about it i, I cry at bluey too um that's okay blake no uh okay so so as you know at any point you can phone a friend you can knock out two wrong answers okay or you can ask for an alternate question for each one that you get right you get a point each point allows you to switch make one switch in our our film list okay and it doesn't matter what there are no rules just has to be one has to be switching two movies okay from 
prior spots, you know, basically one to one. So, so I I can't I can't do something like move this one to the top. I have to if I move do that, that one to the top and take that movie and put it and back take the where... top. Yeah, because that basically means switching all of the movies. So if I take the one yes. at the bottom, put it on the top, all of the movies are affected. Yep. That's not yep. allowed. Nope, that's not allowed. All right. You have to switch two movies. So each point allows you to switch two movies one time. To do a, a, a permutation of the movies. Yep. Okay. Exactly. And, um, or transposition. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I was yeah. thinking for. Um, Whatever. Terminology. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Linguistics. Bullshit. Eh, so, it's all good. <laughs> uh, quick question. And I only get one of each of the lifelines, right? Yes. Okay. Great. Unless you beg like a little bitch. <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, do you want to hear the theme? Yes. So, you you do remember a question I asked you a few weeks back? Uh, not a few. Like, a week or a week and a half. Two weeks, maybe, back? Hey. Uh, do I do I remember it? Yeah. Uh, no, I have no recollection. Okay. Then, then all good, good. That's that's gonna make this even better. So <laughs> I asked you, what year were you born? And you oh, said nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So all these questions are about movies from nineteen eighty seven. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I'm going to do so terribly. Oh, no. You don't, don't, don't put all your doubts in one basket. Don't. I'm just, okay. It's, you're, you'll, trust me, you'll be okay. Just, just pull up those big boy pants a little bit higher. It's all okay. right. All right. You'll be okay. I mean, okay. I didn't, I didn't start watching movies until I was like two. So, uh, it doesn't matter. I don't remember any of the ones that came out. I mean, it's it's like me hearing last year. Oh, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions about <laughs> rankings. The, the history and of shit from 1901. I mean, <laughs> you'll be fine. Trust okay. me. <laughs> yeah. No, I believe in you. I believe in you. Thank okay. you. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. What was the highest grossing film of 1987? Your choices. A. The Untouchables. B. Lethal Weapon. C. Three Men and a Baby. D. Fatal Attraction. And, and I just want you to know, as we go through these questions, I want you to realize just how many big-ass films were in 1987. Yeah. I mean, 1987 might be the greatest year of the 1980s. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, wait. So say those again. Okay, The Untouchables, Lethal Weapon, Three Men and a Baby, Fatal Attraction. All right. 
I have a guess, and I could okay. be completely off, but here's the thing. I think uh, Passion of the Christ we mentioned is the mm-hmm. highest grossing R-rated movie. And it didn't gross that much. Yeah. And three of these movies are rated R. Uh, so I'm going to go with three men and a baby. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. You are correct. Holy shit. Just uh, it, it, it got in 1987. It got just under $168 billion. That's which is. Insane. Which is four hundred and fifty-four million today, and with inflation, that is insane to me. Yep. That three men and a baby. Uh, yep. Wow. Go back and watch that shit because it's good. Okay. I'm just saying. All it's right. It's a good you, film. You know. Okay. <laughs> this has me reconsidering because I think, you know what, this is completely unfair. But I mean, I listen, listen, Steve def- Gutenberg, Ted Danson, Tom Selleck, come on. Okay, you're right, you're right. All of those three, <laughs> very talented. But I definitely get that this movie mixed up with Look Who's Talking. That's fair. Look Who's Talking, however, is shit. Yeah, and I don't and know why I get them mixed up. But uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch Three Men and a Baby. I Do am it. still shocked that it was the highest-grossing movie. As was I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if I didn't put that together, like the R-rated thing, I probably wouldn't have guessed it. So that's fair. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. So that's fair. Like, like I said, I think you'll be fine. Okay. I think I'm, you'll be fine. I'm surprised at myself. So, okay. All right. Well, let's let's see if the luck continues, okay? Number 2. What prominent Hollywood film studio celebrated its 75th anniversary in 1987? Was it Warner Brothers, Paramount Pictures, Universal Pictures, or Sony Pictures? Uh, it's not Sony Pictures. Okay. Um, I think I just I can... want you to know the big five. The only one that is not on here is, is Disney. Disney. Yeah. Okay. Those are the big five. Yeah. Well, Sony is okay. Let's say these again. So I can, I can knock Sony off. So I'm down to three. Okay. Down to three. How many, I think how, if you think hard enough, you can knock another one off. Uh, maybe. Uh, let's let's hear them again, and can you repeat the question? Yes. What prominent Hollywood film studio celebrated its seventy fifth anniversary in nineteen eighty seven? Your options: Warner Brothers, Paramount Pictures, Universal Pictures. Or Sony Pictures. Uh, 
I think I'm gonna go with Warner Brothers. Is that your final answer? Yeah. It is? Yes. You, sir, are wrong. Ah, oh, damn. It's Paramount Pictures. Mm. Warner Brothers would have been, I think, older. Okay. Don't quote me on that, because I didn't actually look it up, but I have a sense that Warner Brothers is older. Yeah, it's... At that point. It's... it's 19... I think you're too... The, the harder one for me would have been Universal, because I'm not entirely sure that... I would have been stuck on this question, personally. Yeah. See, I was so. looking for old. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I went with the one that I thought was maybe the oldest, because this is the 1912. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's fair. Okay. We're one and one. All okay. Right. Hey, brush it off, man. That was Bru- a hard I'm, one. Yeah. Like, even by my standards, that was a hard one. Okay. All right. All right, which film took home the Oscar for Best Picture in 1987? Was it A, Moonstruck? B, The Last Emperor? C, Wall Street? Or D, Babette's Feast? It wasn't Babette's Feast. Um, Babette's Feast is a... Um, very good movie though. So, um, <laughs> which I've never seen. Oh, hey. Um, Moonstruck, I believe, won Best Picture. I don't know if you gave me only movies from, um, '87 though. So. Um, I did. I'm gonna go with Moonstruck then. Because um, all of these films won something at the Oscars that year. Okay, maybe I'm mistaken, and it won. Yeah, I'm still gonna go with Moonstruck. So you are. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Yeah, you are incorrect. Ah, uh, it's the Last Emperor. The which last I had never heard of. Isn't that the one with uh, Christian Bale? Nope, that's Empire nope. of the Sun. Empire of the Sun. Yep. <laughs> you knew you knew what I was thinking of. Um, yep, I can see the I can see the VHS cover in my head. Yeah, yeah. Okay, don't worry about it. Just brush it off. I didn't good. watch that okay. uh, that telecast anyway, so. I mean, yeah. Who did? Some people. The I Oscars, was four. Remember the Oscars so. used, used to have, like, a pretty the big Oscars broadcast. used to be good? Yeah. 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 They used to be good. Yeah. Of the four most significant horror franchises, which franchise had an entry premiere in 1987? Was it Nightmare on Elm Street? Halloween, Friday the 13th, or Child's Play? Which one had an entry in 1987? Had. (laughs) Yeah, had. 
Blake, these are not easy questions. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna guess again. I honestly did think that Moonstruck uh, had won the Oscar, and what I'm gonna do is I am going to um, do fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take out Halloween and okay. Child's Play because Child's Play didn't even start until 1988. Yeah, I was going to think that anyway. So the uh, choices now are Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. I'm going to go with Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that your final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. You are correct. Thank you. And God. it is declared by most people the best installment in the franchise is it dream warriors yep yeah so we are at two and two not bad yeah hey not bad all right remember we do have an alternate question i know i know i thought about that just say okay yeah which of the below cult comedy classics was not released in 1987 a Spaceballs. b raising arizona c the breakfast club or d the princess bride um raising arizona was um that was 1987 and um Pretty sure Princess Bride was too, though I can't. I don't. I don't know. That may have been later. You know, I'm gonna go with Princess Bride. I actually think it was later. Now that I'm thinking about this, because now I'm trying to play ages with uh, with. Fred Savage um, <laughs> because he was like he was like a little kid um he had you know he's he's older than me um by I think a, a good margin but by that much to be like oh no maybe that works out now mm. <laughs> See, I want this. I want this question. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm just going to give this to you. Raising Arizona, I put it on there for your pleasure. Yeah. Because I knew you would know that. Yeah. No, I know when that one came out. So, Um, yeah. (laughs) I appreciate that. So it did not come out in 1987. Did not. Did not. Okay, Raising Arizona. So I, I, once again, once again, look at this lineup. Any one of these taken out, it's still a damn good year of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Princess Bride, you know, I'll. Now that I'm thinking about it, Princess Bride could work. Um, and then the other two are. Spaceballs, Breakfast Club. Okay. I think Breakfast Club also came out in 87. I 
I think Spaceballs came out in 84. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Spaceballs. Spaceballs? Is that your final answer? Final answer. You are incorrect. So. Ah, damn it. It is The Breakfast Club, 1985. Ah. <clears throat> okay. This, this should be a dead giveaway question. I'm just going to oh. put it out there. Should be. A cult classic horror film from 1987 centers around a night owl that creates trouble for a group of thespians trying to put on a production. Which film is it? A. The Witches of Eastwick. B. The Dead of Winter. C. Stage Fright. Or D. Opera. All films from 1987. I mean, I'm. I haven't seen any of these movies. Um, I haven't seen two of them. Oh, uh, okay. Um. I mean, I'm just going based on the names. I think Stage Fright sounds like a horror movie about exactly what you describe. So I'm going to go with Stage Fright. So, just so you know, every okay. one of these is listed under Thriller slash Horror. Okay. Which is if Eastwick was directed by George Miller. Never seen it. Oh. Uh, you are correct. It is Stage Fright, and it's a hell a hella good slasher film. Okay. <clears throat> I see. And by Night Owl, I don't actually mean a person who stays up all night. I mean a guy... That has an owl mask. <laughs> Dressed as an owl. Okay. Who is called the night owl. Alright. I I feel like I was I trying remember... to I was trying to yeah. trick you with the night owl. <laughs> I I feel like I remember Stage Fright is a slasher based on yes. the cover. Um yep. but and the other movies I didn't think were I don't know. In in the eighties in the 80s, things were pretty on the nose uh, yeah. with with slasher names. Uh, mm -hmm. It would have been it, it, it would have been kind of avant-garde to be like the Witches of Eastwick is a slasher <laughs> film, or even something like yeah. Opera being a slasher film. So yeah, okay. Opera is Argento, and I take that back. I have not seen three of those because I haven't seen Opera either. Okay. It's like the third of the uh three mothers trilogy hmm. yeah all right you ready for question seven yeah and, and i'm and i have you still have an alternate question and a phone I, friend and so a phone just, a friend yeah i just want to point that out yeah all right if i use the alternate question can i choose to answer the first one if i think it's easier yeah as far as i'm concerned you can answer either one okay yeah, all right i don't i'm not i'm not gonna be a i'm not gonna be a little bitch about it so. 
<laughs> All right. Question seven. Which Stephen King property was not released in 1987? A. Creepshow 2. B. Running Man. C. A Return to Salem's Lot. Or D. Stand By Me. I'm going to alternate this one for sure. Okay. Give me right. give me an all. Okay. Alternate question. Which highly lauded director did not have a film in 1987? Can I wait? Can can I go back to that other question? Not to answer, but just yeah. to note that Stephen King had three of those four come out in 1987. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, and these are good Stephen King. This is also before yeah. his his best movie adaptation. I mean, a return to Salem's lot is shit. So. Oh yeah. But yeah. Uh, but like, still, Running Man and Creep Show uh, Two, Creep Show yeah. Two, and Stand by Me. Yeah. Uh, I do. I mean, technically, Running Man wasn't written by Stephen King in the It's Richard Bachman, yes. It's Richard Bachman. But that was his nom de plume. I know, I know, I know. I should have answered that one and got you on a technicality and just argued That would have been hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I would probably have given it to you because I'm a good guy. (laughs) No, no. Let's uh Alternate question. All all this. Which highly lauded director did not have a film in 1987. Steve Spielberg. Brian De Palma. Martin Scorsese. Or Catherine Bigelow. If Catherine Bigelow had a movie in 1987, then it was Near Dark, and I'm pretty sure that came out in 1987. So, um, I think we can say she did. Um, Steven Spielberg. What were those Oscar movies again? I'll give them to you. Uh, Oscar movies. Moonstruck. The Last Emperor. Wall Street. Babette's Feast. <clears throat> Did uh, I, This is unrelated, but Babette's Feast won Best Foreign Language Film, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um... So we have Spielberg... De Palma, and then who's the third option? Scorsese. Scorsese. Um, I'm gonna phone a friend. Okay. Can I do that? Yeah, I I could use. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm gonna try to call Greg, and see if he picks up. Um. I don't know if he's going to like this, 
but yeah. <laughs> uh, where are you? There we go. All right. You have to put them on speakerphone. Greg? Hi, Jamie. Hi. Hey, uh, before you talk anymore, just so you know, you're on uh, Flyby Films right now, and you're my phone-a-friend. Do you want Do you want to continue? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, uh, oh, good. Good. Wow, I didn't even know. Okay. Uh, I Blake is asking me questions, and I'm trying to answer. Blake, can you hear? Vaguely, like what? I can hear a, I can kind of hear a voice, but that's about it. I think he can hear. Uh, it's, Blink it's once very... if you can hear. I. I, I can't hear him very well. I can't hear something is up. I mean, I know you're definitely recording, uh, so that's not what's up. But my uh, my headphones went all wonky when I called you, um, and now I can't hear Blake. Um, but that's, that's great. Oh, okay. But, Blake, can you lift your uh, thumb up and... And show me that you can. Okay, so he can hear us. So I'm going to have to try to remember the question and relay it to you. Okay. The question is, oh, no, he's he's chatting. He can hear you. So he's going to type in the question and I'm going to read it to you. Uh, the stakes are, are extremely low, so don't worry about it. All right. I also think that you technically only have 30 seconds, so. I know, I know. Okay, so the yeah, question is, which highly lauded director did not have a film in 1987? Are you ready for your options? <laughs> yes. Exactly. You have the question correct. Okay. The options are Steven Spielberg, Brian De Palma, Martin Scorsese, or Catherine Bigelow. Which one? What? He made I, the all, only Brian De Palma movie that I can think of is The Keep right now, which I don't. That, yeah, that's not helpful. Uh, I, I can, I can give you that Catherine Bigelow released Near Dark, and that was in, um, uh, nineteen eighty-seven. And then uh, Silence of the Lambs was a Brian De Palma movie. So. 
You're trying to guess for me. I'm sharing knowledge, Greg. Oh, 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 oh I see. I yeah. Answer, yes. I, I don't know the answer either. Gotcha, gotcha. We, we are fighting against Blake. That's the stakes. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. So you know that, what was the person, Catherine Bigelow. You can, I, you can, she's out. Yeah. Steven Spielberg, Brian De Palma, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> that is true. He's highly lauded. That, yes, you were correct. Man. So, let's let's get rid of Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Did you anticipate that I would be useful and I'll be useful? <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> I anticipated that you'd be useful in uh, recording this question's <laughs> answer. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, Steven Spielberg, we're going to cut him off. Cut him off. Uh, Brian De Palma and uh, Scorsese. Yeah. Yes. Well, you could use the internet. Uh, this is... oh. Yeah, but like, if you've ever watched Millionaire, they use the internet. I mean, I think it was before. Uh, no, the TV show. Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, that was that one came out before the internet. No, it was the internet was the thing. Uh, just give me a guess. Okay, you're going to guess that Martin Scorsese did not. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. Greg thinks he's the right answer. Uh, I get a point. No, we're going to use them tonight, and I'm going to hang up. <laughs> Greg. Okay, I'll give you some points later. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks, Greg. All right, love you too. Bye. All right, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. I don't know what that was. I think my uh, headphones were connected to my... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but you could hear Greg, right? Yes. I, I mean, with, especially towards the end, I could hear him better. But... Okay. Well, he said Scorsese, right? Yeah, he said Scorsese. Okay, is that so, your final answer? Yeah, let's go with that. You're correct. Oh, look at that! <laughs> he will be he will be so chuffed that. Uh, so, would you like to hear what each of those directed? I can I guess? Yeah, um, Spielberg. Give me your guess. 
Spielberg directed... It's been mentioned already. Empire of the Sun. <laughs> yes. Okay. De Palma, already been uh, mentioned. De Palma, oh, it's already been mentioned? Uh, did mm-hmm. he direct The Keep in 1987? Nope. Okay, that was prior to that. Um, yep. Uh, what did he do in 1987? The Untouchables. Oh, oh yeah, no. And I have seen... I have seen that. I should have get. I mm-hmm. should have known that. Um, yep. And then Bigelow did Near Dark. You're correct about that one. Yeah, I knew that one. <clears throat> so. so Scorsese was correct. He had. He did not have one. He had. I think he had movies flanking 1987, but I don't think. You son he, he of didn't, a bitch. He definitely didn't have one in '87. So. <laughs> oh okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Oof, so, that was close. Uh, uh, can I? Can we get the answer of uh, of the Stephen King one? Yeah. Do you okay. have a guess? Uh, what were the four? There was Crip Running Show Man, two, Running Man, Return to Salem's Lot, Stand by Me. I'm gonna say Creep Show two. You you would be wrong. Oh okay. Stand by me, nineteen eighty six. Oh, see, I year before, yeah. <clears throat> so that means you have four and I have three. Yeah, so not bad showing. Look at you. I know. I feel good. Greg is uh, very don't, excited. Don't ever that... toss yourself out. Don't ever toss Great. yourself out. Greg is. Did you tell him he was right? Yeah, he's very excited. He's very satisfied <laughs> that he got that one right. Uh, Beautiful. Well, then we made two people happy tonight. So. <laughs> yeah, he's he's telling me to not spend my point all in one place. Um, well, you have to. So yeah, that's, I, that's not that's not an option. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, well, I mean, you don't technically have to spend any points. That's the other thing. <laughs> Oh, they yeah. are not mandatory use. I could, I could. You can off. say I like it just like it is, and it is what it is. But this also makes it a nice little even back and forth. Yeah. No. So it, it does because you are the the winner points wise. I shall let you go first, and I will let you be the keeper of the score. All right. Um, okay. So, Blake, do you do you happen to have a copy of? of... No. Okay. Well, not up. No. I guess you're just gonna have to keep it in your head. Um, uh, you sent me one, and if I can get in, then. Uh... And I'll give you. I'll give you a. Hold a on. Nine... Hold on. Vamp. Vamp for a little bit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, So I'm just going to go through the top 10 really quickly, um, just to kind of recap for those listening. So the top 10 are Calvary, Ghostwatch, The Guard, and this is going in descending order, Faults, number five is The Rider, The Box, Coherence, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, the Forgiven, and Mandy for number 10. 
So those are our top 10 right now. Anything can happen. And the rest of the movies are, uh, so there's, there's 14 other movies. I'm not going to say them, but they are available for you to switch out with, and you can switch positions of anything. Uh, but those are the top 10. And um, I am trying to decide what I want to uh, spend my points on. And, you know, I think I'm going to do a quick... I'm going to take the rider and I am going to replace it with the guard. So, uh, bump the rider up to position three and bump the guard down, which is a movie I like, but, uh, this having it at number five, uh, doesn't seem to hurt that much so Blake I could see you moving your lips but I can't hear you that's because my mic wasn't on oh okay I can hear you what did you say blame it I said uh, the fact that I, if, if I were to move them back that would that would kind of make me a little bit, I don't know. What would be the word for that? Uh, petty. Petty. That is a great word, yes. And so I'm not going to do that. Yeah, it's a word uh, that could be used to describe that, or uh, to describe Tom's, or, you or know. thieves. Yeah. Um, which thieves also describes a... Uh, type of uh, essential oil that I don't understand. All right. Blake, you, you you are up. Um I want to Hmm. I really should have pulled up that list. Oh well. Blake, I with... I vamped for like 5 minutes and you just sat watching TV. Well, I don't I don't have some information to get oh. out of my account. Oh so, no. So sue me. <laughs> Here. I'm going to I'm going to do you a solid and I'm going to get it for you. So. Oh, that's you're such a sweet boy. Although I would give it to you on Discord, just follow the link on Discord. I I would, but I don't have Oh, it asked for a sign in. Oh, I see. <clears throat> and I recently got a new phone and it jacked up itself. Yeah. Yeah. OK, well. um, Let's see. You're doing me real solid here, bud. I'm trying And for that. I will not replace the guard with the rider. You know what? That's lovely. Lovely of you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I can get this to, to happen. I'm sure this is great podcasting, figuring oh, out awesome how, podcasting. how to, how, how does technology work? How does it work? 
how do you move a hyperlink around? Um, do you do you keep your passwords in a book in your drawer? Or, or I mean, actually, is there some kind of like cloud option that allows you to keep it in the nether regions? You know what? I've been thinking about keeping mine in a book more and more. Me too. Me too. I, I, I know like you're not like I know you're not supposed to do that by like standards, but like I feel like keeping them online is actually less safe. Because no one At has broken point. it. Yeah. I've I've definitely been involved in many more like data hacks than anyone has tried to get into my uh, dresser at home. So ah. I I guess take that with whatever uh, security advice that you, uh, you know. Okay. I sent you, I sent you a, a access. I need access. I oh signed in with God. the fly by films pod. <laughs> You need access. All right. This is. This is. <laughs> this is prime real estate podcast. Damn it! Yeah, I think you have access now. Um, okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 I do. Okay. All right, so in real time, you aggregate. know what? Aggregate. Okay. Aggregate. <sighs> okay. So we have moved guard with the rider. Um, I would like to. Hmm. Um, Garsh, I'm gonna switch four brothers and thoroughbreds. Okay, just moving it up one spot. You know what? I I oh wait, don't you want it in the top ten somewhere? No. Okay. I don't think it's that good. Come on now, give me a little bit of credit. Are we ranking? Okay, I thought the top ten were the ones that like matter. Oh. Oh. I mean, it doesn't. We could just. You know rank what? Them all. You know what? Yes. You know what? Yes. Yes. The top 10 are the ones that matter. Okay. Yes. So, in that case, I'm going to switch out Coherence and Four Brothers. Ooh. <laughs> all right. All right. I might have to react to that in some way. I don't think I'm going to necessarily. Uh move that slide yeah here okay all right all right all right all right okay so uh you put four blur four brothers into uh spot six 
Yes. Um, uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, so, is it six coherence. or seven? I think it's seven. Spot seven is coherence, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm not trying to knock out the box. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, now it's back to me. So I am going to, um, you know what? I'm going to move. Thoroughbreds in for the box. Oh, mother. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Um. All right. So we each have two more. Yes. Two more moves. Well, you have. Yes. We each have two more. Yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to do uh, I'm going to switch out seven psychopaths with um, seven psychopaths for the forgiven For the forgiven. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to ask you to vamp for a second while I uh, track these uh, things. <clears throat> I swear, people, I am not this bad at technology. I just have this little thing called um, minimalist obsessiveness where I sometimes delete a lot of information off my computers and phones, and then I find myself in situations where I actually need that information, and I don't have it. And so it kind of sucks, but at the same time, I feel pretty good on the inside, because I'm like, it's not being stolen by the CIA. So, All right, Blake. Or Google, for that matter. <laughs> You just traded the forgiven for what? Seven psychopaths. Okay. Okay. So. <clears throat> okay. Would you like an update on where we're at? I think I know where we're at, but yeah, go ahead and give it to me anyways. All right. So, uh, Calvary's still at top. Ghost watch. I don't think is, those two are going to move. I don't think they're going to move. Then we have the writer at number okay. four. Faults at number five. The guard at number six. Wait, faults at number four? Uh, Yeah, faults at number four. Sorry. I. God, man, what are you uh, doing here? <laughs> you know what it is? It's, it's the fact that you had to put the title in the number one spot. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's screwing everything up. I'm yeah. reading this off of a spreadsheet. 
uh, fault in number four. Sheesh. Uh, the guard at number five, thoroughbreds number six, four brothers number eight, three billboards number nine, seven psychopaths number ten. And I have two more points. You have one more point. You gotta make it count. Um, also, just, uh, just a heads up, I made a copy of this tab that has the current list so you can kind of okay. go look at it all right sweet uh, i think <clears throat> you know what i'm just i'm gonna do it i go am going it. to put coherence back in for three billboards what yep not four brothers no i'm not gonna you're not gonna be petty dang you really are a sweet boy (laughs) yeah all right i mean i still have one more point so don't call me sweet yet um so but mandy's still number 10 right uh mandy is number 10 yeah mandy's still in there i just wanted to make sure that mandy was still in there Uh, it'd be real sad if it wasn't are you worried about mandy i i am i i want it to stay at 10 Uh, i don't think it needs to be any better a 10's a good spot for it um I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to switch out Thoroughbreds for Man Bites Dog. Whew. All right. Uh, man, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> man Bites Dog was so far, uh son of a bitch <laughs> well you know what i tea breads i gotta get uh i gotta get thoroughbreds back in the game so i am going to just put, do it just do yeah. it all right thoroughbreds in for faults oh faults i yep. thought you were gonna do four brothers oh <laughs> well looks like you you done did false wrong, you son of a bitch. You know what? You could have let it lie. You could have left Man Bites Dog. You could have switched it out for something else. But you hey. had to put Man Bites Dog in there. Yeah, hey. All right. There we okay. go. Okay. Uh, well, Blake, do you want to... make sure we get the numbers right this time. I was going to say, do you want to read off our top ten? I would love to. I would love to. Yes. Our top 10. Um, Number one. No surprise. I think we all knew it was going to stay there. Calvary. Best film of the year. Best film of any year, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Number two. Ghostwatch. A little bit of a surprise for me. See it that high. But... 
I'm glad it's there, and I'm glad deserving. it stayed. Yeah. Deserving, yes. And it and it only gets better with every rewatch. Yep. Uh, number three, The Rider, which is a very good film. Very good film. Not going to say otherwise. Number four, Thoroughbreds. Very good film as well. Number five, The Guard, which is an exceptional film. Six, Man Bites Dog. I had a lot of fun with it. Probably doesn't need to be in top ten. I'm just being petty. It's it's surprisingly <laughs> high up in the top ten. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, number seven, Four Brothers. Somehow it stayed in there. I did not expect that. So, hey, I'll take that you know as a win. You know what I think it was? Number what? seven is is such a harmless spot. It really it, is. It just, you know, I I think it just didn't bother me. I was like, okay, yeah. seven. I can give like yeah, that. Fine. That's fine. You know Whatever. what? And and I it, it allowed you to to put your guard down and I snuck in to faults you yeah that's that's just ridiculous <laughs> just absolute ridiculousness yeah uh number seven is four brothers number eight coherence number nine seven psychopaths number 10 staying strong mandy and then a bunch of other films that no one gives shit about that just aren't worth <clears throat> anybody's time no no one gives a shit about them <laughs> but that is your top 10 flyby films fly to fantasia finale ranking for 2023 yeah there you go so you're welcome best movies and also great job on the on the quiz you know i i surprised myself you came I, in like a champ yeah and thanks again thank you greg i uh i'm a little concerned that that audio will be useful um but uh you know if no, anything i don't think <clears throat> i don't think last year's phone a friend was useful either but <laughs> well i mean same. I don't even know if anyone will hear it. Uh, I was trying to hold it very close to the mic, but um, yeah, yeah. Oh well, um, we'll see. We'll see. And you know what? You know what? If anything, they'll just the audience will just hear me talking to myself, and uh, yeah, it'll seem like I have all... a friend named Greg. And yeah, I swear he does. He does have a friend named Greg. I've talked to him online. I haven't seen him in person, so he may be a bot. Yeah, but uh, but thank you, Greg. You knew the answer to that last one. Despite your waffling, you figured it out. Pretty much the number one rule, if Scorsese is on a question, always go with Scorsese. <laughs> okay. Generally speaking. <laughs> but never go full to... Never go full Scorsese, right? No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. You don't. You want can that. go Scorsese, no. but you don't want to go full Scorsese. No, not for not not for or full Scorsese. So there you go. All right. Well, bye. Yeah, I think that's it. We'll see you next year. No, no. bye, bye. <laughs>